Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Move Podcast. I am Scotty Carlisle, and today we're going to talk about a personal experience. So on the Move Podcast, we try to interview people that have overcome adversity and have helped others in some way and use that as a way of getting over their own adversity. Well, I've had a couple situations that I feel would be interesting stories to hear. So if you're driving home from work or driving to work and you got nothing else better to do, you can listen and and you might giggle or uh, be like, man, that sucks. So I got a question for you. Have you ever jumped to conclusions? Have you ever had a situation where you made the wrong decision because you thought it was something, but then it was actually something else? Has that ever happened to you? So that happened to me. And I want to tell you guys about this situation because it really jacked me up for a bit and affected my sanity. (laughs) So I had a situation where I was insecure about something that I had seen. My wife would laugh about this right now, but I got jealous this one time. And I didn't say anything at first. My mind just kept jumping and jumping, and then I'd think of something else, and then it jumped there, and then it jumped there. Well, it came to a head, and I got really mad. And she's like, you're crazy. And I decided I wanted to take a little trip. So I drove to Arizona to visit my mom because why not visit your mom when you're having a situation where you can't deal with, right? So I go to visit my mother. We're sitting there talking and I'm telling her how I'm frustrated about something that's silly, but it was making me mad at the time. And her husband, Gene, he sat down and he looks at me. He's like, I haven't told you this story about the cross, have I? I said, the cross? No, I don't, I don't remember you telling me a story about a cross. And he said, hmm, okay. He said, I'm going to tell you this story about this man. Let's call him Scotty. And Scotty, you see, he was real upset about the cross that he had to carry. And it was heavy and it was aggravating him and he just couldn't take it any longer. And so he pleads to God. He says, God, please take this cross off my back. I can't carry it any longer. Well, God responds. He looks down at him and he says, Scotty, you really want to take that cross off your back? I understand. I'll make a deal with you. Scotty says, anything, God, I will make a deal. I just can't handle this any longer. He says, I'll tell you what, 
There's a barn over there, and that's where I keep all my crosses. And I'll make this deal with you, Scotty. If you give up your cross, I'll let you be free for a day. And then you have to go into that barn where all of my crosses are kept, and you have to pick out another cross. And Scotty says, please and thank you. Yes, I will. So for a day, he didn't have a cross and he was jumping up and he was excited and everything was good. Well, the next day came and it was time to choose his cross. God opens the barn doors. Scotty walks inside and he looks around and he sees there are all kinds of crosses, big ones, little ones, heavy ones, pointy ones, shiny ones, and they're laden all over the barn. He's picking this one up. Ah, that's too heavy. Nope. Picking that one. Ah, mm, nope. It's poking my back. Ain't going to work. So after going through all the crosses he could find, he finds one cross. And he says, you know what? Yeah, that's the smallest cross in here. That's the one I'll take. Takes the cross, walks out the barn doors, and he says, this is the one. And God says, are you sure? He said, yes. And he smiles and Scotty says, what are you smiling at, God? And he looks at him and he says, son, that was your cross. And so when Gene told me this story, it really gave me perspective. It made me think about my situation. So it was a very small thing that was frustrating me in a very great way. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. Sometimes little things we focus on and it can ruin our day. So to continue the story, I decided to visit my dad. Now my dad had passed away about 17 years ago and he is buried in the Pima Cemetery. And Pima is a little tiny town in Arizona in the middle of nowhere and that's where he's from. So he was buried right next to his parents and his brothers. So as I'm driving, I'm thinking about that story that Gene was telling me. How, how many times I've been in a situation frustrated, feeling despair, trepidation, loneliness, jealousy, anger, fear, and it's really not needed if we have perspective. So I get to the cemetery and I drive through the gates. Now the Pima Cemetery is a very large cemetery. I'm not sure how many acres, but you can see if you drive through the gate, it just goes on and on and on. So as I'm driving, I find my dad's grave and then I park and I just sat there for a second looked at his grave then I was thinking about the story that Gene told me about carrying a cross and I was thinking about my dad's cross that he carried then I was thinking about my dad's mom's cross that she carried. You see, 
when my dad was 12 years old, he had two older brothers. He had a 14-year-old brother and an 18-year-old brother. And one day, they were all out in Kansas Settlement, which is a even smaller area in the middle of nowhere in Arizona, and they were playing with a gun. The 18-year-old brother pointed it at the 14-year-old brother and pulled the trigger, not realizing that it was loaded. Well, the gun went off and my dad's 14-year-old brother died. They were in the middle of nowhere and they had to pick the brother up and carry him all the way back to the house. They called his mom. She was at work. And I had never heard that story directly out of my dad's mouth. Never. I actually heard it from my mom and then from my older brother. So I was thinking about that cross. Watching your brother getting killed right in front of you. And how heavy that must have been to carry for your life. How heavy that must have been for his mom to get that phone call. So fast forward, my dad's 22 and he fell off a three and a half story building. He was permanently disabled. They said he would never walk again. As he's in the hospital, he'd been there for a month or two. His older brother and his wife decided to come visit my dad in the hospital. So they got on their motorcycle and as they drove to the hospital, they pulled out in front of somebody or somebody swerved. I don't need, I don't know the details, but both of them were hit on the motorcycle and killed. So my dad's in the hospital and he had found out that he's never going to walk again. His elder brother had passed away when he was 12. And now he gets the news that his brother was just killed on the way to the hospital to visit him. How heavy was that cross? How much pain did he have to endure? And not just physical pain because they his spleen was crushed, he broke seven ribs, he had to get an artificial hip, a lot of physical maladies. But what about the emotional part of that situation? What about hearing that you're never gonna walk again? What about being in the hospital and not even being able to go to your own brother's funeral? How heavy were those crosses? So I'm in the cemetery and I get this rush of emotion. I just start crying out loud because I was putting myself in their shoes. I was putting myself in Kansas settlement, having everything fall apart and having to deal with a situation that I can only imagine 
but I was thinking about it and I was feeling it. I was feeling about being in the hospital and getting the news that I would never be able to walk again. And then getting the news that my brother got killed. That's gotta be a heavy cross. In that barn, that must've been one of the biggest ones sitting on the shelf. And I just kept thinking. And so as a good tradition, my dad liked cheap brandy and little cheap cigars. So on the way to the cemetery, I got myself some brandy and I got myself some cheap cigars. And then I sat down in front of my dad's grave, in front of his gravestone, just like this, Indian, Indian seating. And his gravestone was right here. And I was just thinking about life, thinking about what crazy situations happen and how no matter what, it just keeps moving and keeps moving and keeps moving. And the baton is passed from one person to another. And right now I'm having the baton and I'm thinking about my dad's race and how to reflect on that to run my own race. And as I'm sitting there looking at his gravestone, above it, off in the distance, I saw the American flag. And it was really cool because something strange happened. There was a gust of wind. The flag was just going crazy. And to the grave that was right on the right next to my dad's, there were some flowers. And the flowers started moving really fast. And I said, you know what? This is kind of interesting because right behind my dad's gravestone, was a big wooden cross. So I'm just looking at the picture in my mind and I'm seeing the cross, my dad's gravestone, the flag flickering back and forth in the distance. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna get this on camera. So I pull out my phone and I start recording and I'm pointing it at the cross and you can see the flag in the background. And all of a sudden, even stronger gust of wind kicks up, leaves fly right past me, and the flowers really start going crazy. So what I did is I decided to turn my camera, turn the phone just a little bit so I could get these flowers right here because they were just pretty, they were going crazy. And then the flag in the distance and then also the cross and the gravestone. I'm looking down at my shot and probably about 20 seconds in, I look on the gravestone on the phone and I see a little light. And it was, it was like a laser light, but it was white and it was on the gravestone. So I look at the gravestone cause I'm sitting right there. It's right in front of me and there's no light on the gravestone. And I look back on my phone and that light is right there. There's no mistaking that light. It is shining and it is bright like a laser on the gravestone. And I look back on the gravestone. You guys, the light was not on the gravestone. I was sitting in shade. 
I was the only person in the entire cemetery. There was nothing else. There was no one else. It was me. My mind started going, okay, you know what? I, I can't explain that, but I was so emotionally distraught. No, I was, I was so emotionally exhausted that I really didn't think too much of it. And I stopped recording until later I was driving home and I call my wife and I say, Crystal, oh, this is interesting. You should have seen, I, I was sitting, I was the only one in, in the graveyard and I started filming my dad's gravestone and all of a sudden there was a light. And then it really started catching me like, whoa, hold on a second. That's really weird. I was sitting in the shade. I couldn't see the light with my eyes, but I saw in the phone and the light was definitely there. And so I pulled my phone back out to watch the video and I was blown away. What was that? Was it some weird flicker? Some weird glitch somehow in the phone that just caused a very specific point of light on my dad's gravestone? At that same moment in time, there was no other vehicle on the, in the graveyard. So it's not like there was some reflection of, of that whereas it was driving by. Because it only showed up for maybe 25, 30 seconds. What was it? Was it a message? Was it a message from my dad on the other side? You see guys, I don't know for sure. But thinking about the cross that he had to carry and feeling the emotional pull that I felt Seeing that light, I think how I'm going to take it is that it was a message that everything is okay. I think he was telling me not to be so upset, not to be so frustrated. The point of this podcast today is to share this story and we'll have a link in the show notes to the actual video that I recorded so you can see it for yourself. And I would love any suggestions or ideas and maybe what you think. Because you see folks, I think this was a message that transcends intellect. I think this is a message that transcends intuition. I think it transcends time. And I think it even transcends intimacy. I think this message is not just for me. I think this message is for you. 
And I think if you are having something that is causing you stress or is causing you anguish or is hurting in some way, I think the message is that it's gonna be okay. And there are things that you don't understand because you can't understand. And it's okay to have faith because faith will give you joy in moments of despair. Have faith, everything will be okay. And I hope you guys have a good day. of action. See ya. Thank you for your time. Yeah, and that's it. So...